The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 595. For your Tuesday, Tuesday, July 12th, 2016. Woof, I know, Wolfie. Hopefully you guys haven't gotten used to the Sunday episodes because we're trying to get back on the normal schedule for Far Lands or Bust. So I figured that's what I would aim for. Recording this on Friday. Figured I might try for the Sunday, but I don't think I'll have enough time to do so. So we're just going to shoot for the Tuesday And you know what we have to do here? We've got our little cheaty uh, exit here. We built into this pre-built. Well, we didn't build at all. It was a pre-built hidey hole here. So what I'm going to do, first got to make sure Wolfie stands up. And then magic. All right. You also need to kind of get out of the way. All right. So now, from this vantage point, we should be able to. Hopefully this doesn't cause any issues for Wolfie. We should be able to place a boat. Uh, I want it to be a little bit further away than that. Could we... Okay, well, this might work. (laughs) I kind of... I kind of didn't want to accidentally glitch into a block, but we can try. Are we ready for some magic? Mm, Let's try this in F5 mode. Nothing up my sleeve. Magic! Stuck! I'm stuck! No! Oh, the boat's facing the wrong way, that's the problem. There we go! We have exited, and now Wolfie should rather, uh... easily exit. Yep, there he is! Well done! We've exited the hidey hole without breaking a single block. Without breaking a single block, indeed. Ooh, look at this! Magicalness! Whoa, yeah, that was kind of magical. Let's actually get back into our heads here and continue on. Like I said here in episode 595, let's actually go west here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 as we continue to do so. And we continue to raise money for Child's Play Charity over at farlandsorbust.com. Farlinesbus.com, you go there, right there on the homepage, you'll see a box, a green box, kind of a green box, green outline box that says Child's Play Charity. It's got a big donate button on it and has a big number and a progress bar. We are up to $35,064. That is working towards our $60,000 goal for Child's Play Charity this season. Ooh, all right, just, just ride the boat on into shore. I do remember that I need Wolfie Treats. I need Wolfie Treats indeed. But yeah, we're trying to raise $60,000 here in Season 6 of Farlands Are Bust. Helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world is what Child's Play Charity does. So I appreciate the continued donations. The continued donations and support for that cause as we've been supporting them for over five years now. Like I said, farlandsorbust.com, and when you do donate, you can leave a comment. There's a little comment box. You can leave a comment and or question. More specifically, you can leave a question, and I will get to that question or topic or or answer or query, if you will, in a future episode of Farlands or Bust, like I have a bunch right now that we're going to get through in this episode. 
hopefully. <laughs> At least two or three. Um, but yeah, good good times indeed. Wow! Look at this canyon of craziness. <laughs> the, the canyon of craziness. Bloop. Oh, nope, that was, uh, that, that pig was dry. I hear some zombies and stuff. Oh man, I'm maybe over here by this tree. I'm trying to find a good vantage point to take a picture. We haven't taken a picture in a while. Let's take a let's let's slow down and smell the roses for a little bit. Ooh. So interesting. I was trying to find a word that started with s, but it wasn't working out. All right, here we go. Ah, it would really really been nice to be able to fit this stuff in, but uh there we go. There we go. There's our timestamp. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get Wolfie in that picture, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So yeah, let's, this is this is pretty great. And once again, it is after all about the journey and not necessarily the destination of our lands. And this is the sort of stuff we get to enjoy on that journey. It's really cool. It does remind me a little bit. Ooh, look at this shot. Hold on. Pow. Wait, let's get. Uh, let's make sure the sun isn't being. Covered neat by that tree there. So yeah, I'm recording this on Friday. Hopefully this episode comes up on Tuesday. And not a good Thursday, not a good past Thursday for the world or specifically America. It's a lot of not good news, not good happenings in the news. And uh, I, I could talk about stuff. I'm, I'm not probably in the best place to do so. Um, so I'm really not going to, other than just to rem I th I've probably mentioned this before, when there is bad news, and just continual onslaughts of bad news, as 2016 is trying to be, um, it's, it's good to, to, to know that, yeah, you can be involved, you can have a voice, you can help, help those who, who don't have a voice, uh, or, or share their voices and whatnot, uh, that, you know, that's a, ooh, that's a responsibility that you can put on yourself as somebody who wants to improve the world and, uh, you know, the world we live in and the communities we belong to. Oh! But, you know, that could be a responsibility to take on. But it's also, it's not your responsibility to, to inundate yourself with all this onslaught of news, which is hard to avoid these days, what with the continual connections to social medias, the internet, the 24-hour news cycle. So you gotta you gotta make sure to take time for yourself. Self-care, I suppose, as it's called. To make sure you're in an okay place. Uh, I mean, as long as you're obviously not in 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 personal first-person danger in in the actual situation as it's going on, obviously. But uh, you know, just just to make sure that it doesn't wear you down to the point where then you can't you you know you can't represent a a a calmer voice a a voice of reason and and to to lend aid and assistance to those who really need it uh you know i think i'm trying to be as 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 uh as as uh sensical as I can be here, but you know what I mean. So I, that's why I decided, I was like, ah, do I even want to, you know, do I want to record a Far Lands of Bust? So there's a wait till next week, maybe, but for me, this is my outlet. This is my form of, of normalcy, I'm trying to get back to normalcy. I've been away from normalcy for quite a while, 
Uh, so I decide, you know what, let's do this. Got a whole bunch of questions here from amazing, awesome Farlanders who have donated to charity. And uh, we're going to record this and, and get this up on, on Tuesday and we'll, we'll have a good time. Well, maybe, sure, maybe we're... Uh, avoiding some of the bigger topics here, but uh, I think that in, in certain situations, for, for these 35 minutes of, of my day, and then hopefully your day when you're watching this... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, have a wave, have a wave, have a wave. When you're watching this, uh, is hopefully a little bit of a, a reprieve, as it were. Oh, that isn't as deep as I, I anticipated. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully that's that's a little... A little part that Far Lines of Us can play here. Uh, I do want to... the video for the last episode, 594, just went up. When I was talking about that whole... the whole CSGO fiasco uh, going on about it. And it seems like a lot of people tend to get hung up. And maybe I got hung up as well when I was talking about it. Uh, on the whole betting side of it and the gambling. Oh, you're getting kids to gamble on these CSGO game items. Uh, and, and it's like a lottery or a raffle or something like that, and that's uh, a roulette, uh, not roulette, what's the, uh, what's the one where you put the coins in and you pull the lever? This is how much I gamble, I don't know the words, <laughs> you know, the ding 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 and then it goes, the slot machine, like a slot machine style thing. Uh, people really get hung up on that, uh, which is, yeah, that's, that's, it's not necessarily a good thing uh, to be pushing or encouraging on on those younger... That's why it's literally illegal for anybody under 18 or 21, depending on where you're from, to gamble in a casino and stuff like that. You know, because it, it would be taking advantage of those who do not understand the, the, the greater ramifications of such things as these. Sure, that's a, a big topic to, to be concerned about. From my angle, it's the... It's what, you know, the, the FTC would be concerned about, the, the non-disclosure part. Uh, take take away the whole gambling side of it, or the fact that it's CS:GO or guns or whatever. Um, you know, pretend it's like a it's like a like a soft drink or something. And and these these YouTubers, these who have great influence and have millions of of fans and and young people who look up to them. Uh, oh, I found this new soft drink that's amazing and it tastes great and gives me all this energy and, and, and improves my virility and, uh, you know, this is this is great. I just picked it up at the store. It's not too expensive. I didn't pay too much money for it. And then later on we discover that that person is actually the, 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 the owner of the company that makes the soft drink and is completely reaping all the profits from uh, saying such things and... and Promoting such things, uh, and, and but keeping that side of it a secret, you know, it's that that's the part of it that's like that is okay. Gambling, we can debate about whether or not it's morally just or whatever. But that part of it is a there's no debate whatsoever. Uh, there needs to be disclosure and stuff, and that's the sort of thing I feel would oh creepers are spawning. That's what would cause creepers to spawn. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> And awakeness. Ooh, can I use my bed as a diving board ness? I don't think so. I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try. That was three blocks, but then it was into only one deep water, and sometimes you can take damage doing that, so we'll not. We'll not tempt the gravity of that, the gravity of the situation. So anyway, that's that was just my follow-up. That's the big deal. That's the big deal, and that's been an issue for a while. 
there was a whole, wasn't it, Xbox, Microsoft promotion thing that they went through Machinima or Maker or somebody, and it wasn't disclosed, and that caused a bunch of problems. You know, that's the sort of thing that a person should either... uh, A person, as in the YouTuber, uh, should resign, should leave YouTube, or be forced to leave. But again, there's even more conflicts of interest. What with YouTube doesn't want to get rid of this this uh, this channel that is making them X amount of dollars in advertising revenue and views and traffic. So there's there's just very, very many moral quandri- quandaries and quandaries and, and uh, 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 coconuts that just <laughs> are, are all wrapped abound in these sort of situations. But yeah, anyway, that was just a little bit of a follow-up. But enough of that (laughs) razzle-dazzle. Let's answer some questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. This one from Fortain. Fortain asks, do you prefer your fireworks displays, uh, this being asked around July 4th, I'm assuming, on TV or in person, do you prefer the big flash and sparkle, the old razzle-dazzle? That's where I came up with that. I glanced over at my notebook and saw razzle-dazzle. Uh, the old razzle-dazzle or the good belly booms. <laughs> Does Eva seem to mind the booms in the neighborhood or is she like uh, one's a playtime? Well, I ha- it's... Hmm, when's the last time I've been to like a literal fireworks display? I don't know. It's been a couple years... I think I've seen my fair share of fireworks displays. I don't think I'm going out of my way to see them, particularly July 4th and stuff with the crowds. I obviously didn't see one this past week. Uh, you guys just popped into existence, didn't you? Um, so yeah, I don't go out of my way. So neither TV nor in person, to be honest. I mean, obviously, if you want to see a fireworks display, in person is the way to go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to do the 4th of July thing with the family. My dad had a pickup truck, and we would uh, set up the chairs in the back of the pickup truck or whatever. Uh, Alternately, we would go to... uh, We had tickets to the White Sox games at uh, what was then Comiskey Park. They would... Certain nights would be fireworks night, where after the game, regardless if they won or lost, uh, they would do a fireworks show, uh, which was always... Pretty interesting and cool. And there was also a local minor league team who did similar things. So those were always neat. Um, Flash and Sparkle or the old Razzle Dazzle or the Belly Booms. The the boomy ones are interesting. The ones that are just like really small but bright flashes and really, really boom. I don't know. I guess I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite. Uh, I'm not much of a firework connoisseur, so I can't quite say I have a palette for a specific kind over another. Does Eva seem to mind? Oh, she mind. <laughs> she mind greatly. The entire week leading up to, and then including July 4th, uh, whenever the sun started to set was shaky dog time and hide in the hallway time. So yeah, no booms, and sometimes fireworks will just be set off for no reason, and uh, they'll freak her out. She gets really down and low to the ground and crawls, does like an army crawl towards the hallway where there are no windows or, you know, I guess that is what she's deemed her safe space. Which really stinks, because it was pretty much around 5, 6 p.m. where she would be like, "Uh uh-oh, 
it's getting into the evening, that's when the fireworks start. And she would refuse to go outside, so just had to keep fingers crossed that she wouldn't have any accidents from then until the next morning when I'd be able to take her out. So, yeah, before, not, not, not a fun time, not a fun time uh, around, around these parts with Eva. She does not like the fireworks, like most dogs, like most dogs, and I think that was going around, ah, that was going around that 4th of July is the weekend that most dogs go missing and end up flooding the the uh, the humane uh, societies and shelters and things. Are you not gonna... Have you spared this pig? This pig has been spared! How about this one? Not that one! <laughs> oh, now, oh, yep, oop, now we're, we're well up on wolfy treats. So yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure what could potentially be done about that. It's just what dogs, most dogs do. A lot of people say, oh, the thunder shirts and things. Yeah, I haven't tried that, but it happens so infrequently. Like here, at least the time I've been in Arizona, nary, nay a, a, a thunderstorm. She's similarly with thunderstorms, the like one that we've had since, since we've had Eva. Uh, a clap of thunder or whatever will have give her the same reaction, but it never rains, it never thunders. Uh, something I guess I kind of miss. Well, as opposed to the, the flip side, the Chicago land and the Midwest is like between the months of April and November. <laughs> every single week, it's another cold front, a big line of storms that flow through and. Thunder, lightning, thunder, lightning, tornado sirens, you know. That that maybe might have been a too, little bit too much. That'd be a nice medium, that'd be great, but uh, I don't think, I don't know that one exists. So yeah, um, yeah, that, and, and similarly she's very unfortunately afraid there's a field nearby where it's like fenced in, so I'd be okay having her off the leash to play frisbee, which is uh, something that she loved since since, since we got her, is, is frisbee, 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 you know, running after playing fetch and frisbee. Um, unfortunately, something happened a couple months ago. I think kids, there were some kids doing something or, or tricks on their skateboards and it caused that kind of clapping noise against the, the pavement. Uh, and while, while playing frisbee and she associated that with fireworks or whatever and freaked out and ran home and ever since then will not play frisbee in any of these neighborhood fields uh, because I don't know like I'll get a toss or two in and then like something will trigger oh in her in her head oh this is I remember what happened here there was, there was loud noises and then she'll cower down and start to run home We're like no 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 stop 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 and I chase after her and stuff so so no more frisbee unfortunately so it is a little bit of a noise or something anxiety that she appears to have, but uh, yeah, no, Eva is no fan, no fan of, of such noises, sudden un unknowable noises. Speaking of Eva, Palette Hands asks, "Who cares for your dog when you are away?" There is a what do you want to call it? I don't want to call it a kennel because a kennel sounds negative, it, but it, it it's a, a pet hotel. A, a boarding uh, place that uh, they're, they're all over the place. It's obviously a big business, but uh, a place that we've come to trust. And uh, you know, anytime 
nobody's home. It's it's uh, she goes there, and it's weird because uh, as I've said before, she does not like other dogs greeting and, and passing by other dogs on walks, uh, other dogs behind fences. Uh, she goes into full flare mode, gets the big, ow, I just punched my headphone, gets the big uh, mohawk in the back, and uh, isn't really aggressive, doesn't show teeth or whatever, but just is, uh, turns to, to, to fight or flight mode. Uh, it's mostly flight, but she just gets really nervous, and cattle dogs in general are very solo dogs to begin with. They're not entirely incredibly social, but it also depends on their upbringing and whatever, and being an adopted dog, not sure what uh, Eva's situation was. Uh, so the, uh, the, the weird thing is, is apparently we're led to believe <laughs> that uh, the report card, you get a little report card of, of how your dog did at, at daycare or, um, or the boarding during playtime, and, oh, she's a great dog, and these are her doggy friends that she was hanging around with, and blah, 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 and she'd stick by the, the dog guardian, as they call them, and um, like, who, who whose dog is this? Who's, who, I would just, can you, like, put up a hidden camera or something to, to show me? Because this dog has nothing to do with other dogs. I do not, I do not know how that's possible, other than the explanation that they provide is, oh, most dogs, you know, when they're around their owners, they're defensive or, or nervous of other dogs, uh, or defensive of their, their owners. So once the owners are out of the equation, it, you know, it's just normal, normal dog. <laughs> normal dog time! So, maybe, maybe that's a thing, but that's just the weird thing. I'm like, either that's the truth, or they just don't want us to take her somewhere else, <laughs> you know? Why would they say that she had a terrible time, or was scared in the corner, or uh, got in a fight with a dog? Of course, she's having a great time. Bring her back as often as you want. <laughs> oh. Indeed. Do we... Yeah, okay. I'm like, it didn't seem like it's been three days, so let's... Ooh, there's a perfect little platform for our elevated hidey hole right here. Gee, thanks, Minecraft. Nice sturdy base. Ace of base. What? No. All right, let's place down the bed. And... Continue in the morning. And awakeness. Hey, look at that. Perfect. Like a weird flower <laughs> that grew backwards. So yeah, continuing on. Let's actually let's make a few torches, torches, torches. I could use some torches, even though I don't go caving that much, but it's really just for the end of the episode, hidey hole, so that it's properly illuminated. <laughs> Xavier Penguin asks, if you had any kind of cybernetic type of implant to enhance things you already do, what enhancement would you choose and why? I've got plenty of wool. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm fairly hashtag blessed to be in complete control of all of my limbs and fingers and toes and legs and arms. Uh, so I don't feel like I would augment any of that stuff. Also, I'm not much of an athlete to begin with, so it's not like, ooh, I need to be able to jump higher and do this, that, or the other. So I think it would probably be something a little bit more technical, like eyes. To not, A, need 
contact lenses, but also like zoom eyes. It would really help with astronomy, wouldn't it? Like zoomy eyes or, or eyes that you can like up the aperture and, and take in more light. Because that is a when you do start to really get into astronomy, the pupil, pupil diameter is really something that affects your ability to see. And like you can, when you're purchasing eyepieces, uh, little telescope eyepieces, uh, there's there's a number with the good eyepieces anyway that you get called exit pupil, which is the the exit diameter. And if that number is bigger than your pupil, then you're not seeing the full potential of that eyepiece. If that makes any sense, uh, it, it's it's a, it would be as if the uh, the the frame. Of of your camera was bigger than the the shutter. Does that make any sense whatsoever? You know, you're you're just losing light that's not fitting through the hole of your eyeball. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that would be interesting. Or to just be able to like go night vision mode. Not really night vision mode, but just like open up the aperture, long exposure mode to be able to be like anywhere in the middle of a city. You can long exposure mode your eyeballs and see the the Milky Way or or whatever. The uh, Andromeda Galaxy and stuff, just instead of having to drive three hours away from any sort of city center and then sit outside for two hours to make sure you get properly dark adapted uh, with no white lights or anything. So yeah, probably probably the eyes. Probably the eyes. I'm not, you know, I don't know that any other thing would really be necessary. So yeah, I'll go with the a cybernetic eyeball or eyeballs. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd probably make you a better like driver too, right? Like driving towards the sunrise or the sunset, you got all this glare and stuff. You'd be able to like instantly put on like polarized eyeballs, <laughs> polarized eyeballs, or you know whatever would be necessary. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. So yeah. That is that. That's like probably one of the only times I've. Oh God! Another freezy moment. Very appropriately here in this snow biome. Hello, we're fine. Wolfie, are you fine? Where are you? There you are. You blend in. Just look for the blue and the red eyeballs. Speaking of cybernetic eyeballs, Wolfie is is all set. My character is all set as well, I guess. <laughs> These glasses are part of our bodies. They do not come off. They are fused. <laughs> oh man. Xavier Penguin again. There's actually quite a few. But there's a handful of Xavier Penguin generous donations to Child's Play Charity. Another one. When you go to uh, the grocery store and the cashier asks paper or plastic, what is your answer? Or do you bring your own bag? Who are you calling a bag? Does it bother you when a cashier asks paper or plastic? I don't know that I've ever been asked paper or plastic. Uh, it's usually one or the other. The only time where it became weird is visiting California where they charge for bags. Not that I've, you know, when I'm on vacation or on a trip or whatever, I'm not doing a full day's, you know, full-time grocery shopping like I would here at home, but, uh, you know, that's the only thing that kind of threw me. It's like, oh, 10 cents per plastic bag or, or no, plastic bags are like illegal, but 10 cents per, per other bag? It's like, oh, uh, I'll just carry the stuff awkwardly in my my arms, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, no, I don't know that they do. Not in Illinois and not here in Arizona. Uh, it's either... It's mostly plastic bags 
unless you're going to like Whole Foods or, or Sprouts or something, then they use the paper bags. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure indeed. I do recall a time way back, way back in the day when they, like most grocery stores, switched from the paper bags. The handleless. Remember handle paper bags that didn't have handles? Now they all have handles. They started switching from those to the plastic bags. It was just kind of a, seemed like an overnight thing. This was back when I was probably still in high school or something like that, but... But way back in the ancient times, the previous century. But, uh... No, yeah, I guess I don't. I've never actually specifically been asked that to, to, to know. I've either just, I've always just either been asked, do you want a bag for this or do you want a bag for the bag at all? Because you only got a few things and I'll usually decline. I will usually decline a bag. I don't know that I would be bold enough to bring my own bag. That's kind of an awkward thing to me. Uh, and that's just a weird social thing. Like there is a, I've been buying my coffee from a place that says, "Oh, bring, bring the, uh, you know, the, little, the coffee bag." They got the reclosable coffee bags back, and you get a dollar off, and we'll just refill it with the the coffee beans or, or a new type of coffee beans. I can't bring myself to do that either, because it only, it was only the first time that I bought them that they said that. <laughs> so I'm not sure if I misheard or I had that in a dream. So I don't want to be a, a rube who comes back. Oh, I hear I get a dollar off if I bring the coffee bag back, and then they're like, look at me like, no, that's never been a thing. What are you talking about? That's that's a social anxiety worry that I have. Uh, so even that, I'm, I'm I'm a very strange little individual, aren't I? But uh, yeah, no, I've never had that question asked. Do they, does anybody still get that asked to them? That seems like a, a question that doesn't come up that much anymore. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This was uh, an anonymous donor asks a question here. Oh, that's definitely a spawner, but don't see it. Don't see it. Out of sight, out of mind. You mentioned previously that you attended art college. I will be going to art college this fall. I was wondering if you would say what school you attended and do you have any advice for anybody going to art school? Well, I didn't go to an art school. I went to a public university. Um, that within it, you know, like a like a state university that that had an art school, as as most do, a, a liberal arts public university. Uh, you know, you could there's the school of business, there's the school of science, there's the school of nursing or whatever, and then there's the school of art. Um, so yeah, that 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 is when I say art school, I just mean like the art department. I majored in a fine arts discipline within school. Um, so yeah, that happened. So, so that's that's what I mean. And I didn't go all, I didn't do the full four years there. I went to a community college first, got my associate's degree, and then transferred to a full four-year college for the remaining two years. Uh, so not, not a, a, a typical experience, I would say. Any advice for anyone going to art school? Prepare not to sleep. Ever. <laughs> um, yeah, art school, despite its sort of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stereotype of being easy or, or like, oh, there's no tests or anything. There are. You, like, art history is a requirement and so are all the, the core courses. But... Uh, 
you know, it's always kind of thought, thought of being easy or whatever. That's not the case. It's it's quite difficult indeed. And you have to... There's I just remember there being a lot of studio time. Uh, outs, you know, when you're in class, you really never have time to, like, work on your projects. It all happens outside of class. So get to know your professors and the people who run the studios, because they'll be the ones who will be able to get you into the studios after hours and, and let you stay there and do your work and... Uh, yeah, that that's kind of the the only advice I would have. It's, uh, I mean, have, you know, and even just going out and finding uh, equipment or, or parts, like say, like I took a couple sculpture classes, that's tough, like when you're in university, you don't have a car and, and you gotta, like, have materials and stuff to build things in, in uh, in your sculpture class, or, or find it like an art store to, to buy specific particular things and paints and brushes or whatever. That's a lot easier now with the internet, isn't it? We didn't have... back in the previous millennium... We Well, no, I went to college in this current millennium. You know what I mean! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you dang whippersnappers! It might be a little bit easier just to order stuff online and have it delivered, right? But, uh... I, I didn't have that luxury. I didn't have a computer until, like, the last year of my college experience. If you can believe such... such unfortunateness as that, jeez, no computer whatsoever. Alright, I'm trying to arrange things. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Well, that's gonna make somebody have a nervous breakdown. Oh, man. All right, let's dig in here to make the final episode's hidey hole. See, I don't know that I have any specific advice. I'm terrible with advice about such things. I mean, also, like, sure, you're in art school and it takes up a lot of time, but just in general, college, school, university, maybe experiment a little bit to... Uh, not that type of experimenting, but the, uh, like, with your courses, like, maybe take a couple... You know, don't just get stuck in your department. Maybe take a couple science classes or, or writing or English classes that might be outside of your major, but you never know how, A, it could influence or actually improve your major field of work, or you can find, oh, I like this better. Maybe I should switch my... You know, don't get stuck feeling like just because this is your declared major or whatever that you, you're... you're, you're you're bound to it. You're bound to it indeed. You're not. You can, uh... That's, that's I think, the best time to do such things as these. Because um, it's after college where you really start to specialize and... Then that's when you get stuck in a rut, my kids. My kids? <laughs> my kids. Who says that? Anyway, <laughs> before I make myself older than I actually am... Let's remind everybody to head over to farlinesabus.com to continue donating to Child's Play Charity. And thank you everybody who continues to do so. Slowly, slowly ramping up back here, like I said, with Farlands or Busts. I greatly appreciate you watching and uh, following along. And uh, everybody take care of yourselves and each other. I feel like, isn't there there's some television show or something, a radio show that ended like that? But uh, yeah, do do all that stuff. 
And uh, we'll, we'll meet back here and continue on for the next episode. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>